Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your Aeronauts, and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying higher in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the bar with no name to answer... Your nerdy questions. We're not doing that. We're having fight. a fight. We're having a fight. We're By the 10th episode, you're going to update this intro. No, I'm right. not. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that we're going to answer questions because you're still going to be answering a question about a character in a little bit. And we'll you're see. also not wrong in that we are answering people's questions of who would win in a fight. <laughs> who said the stowaway could talk? Oh, sorry. Editor and stowaway Steven here. The whole theme of this season, unfortunately, requires him to occasionally communicate. Fine. Well, since we're having characters face off against each other, who is our matchup this week, Zach? I will be arguing for Captain America, and specifically, Steve Rogers. We we debated which Captain America to do go with. We went with Steve, because he's the one, and because if we had gone with U.S. Agent, I would have argued for him to lose. <laughs> As a rule. <laughs> While Steven, the stowaway, will be arguing for Spider-Gwen. Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider. And I Ghost Spider is actually a really good name. I just tend to go with Spider Gwen because name recognition. Yes. Yeah, I think also is the title of the comic. Uh, the most recent one was Gwen Stacy Ghost Spider or something like that. Like, they're still... Mm. Ghost Spider makes sense in-universe, but it's okay. just not gonna... Also, I do need to ask now, how would you pronounce the Venom version of... of Gwenum? Gwenum? fucking hate it. This <laughs> <laughs> is way better than Guarnage. Guarnage cannot be a real thing. Uh, not that I know of specifically. She does have a, a Venom symbiote as her costume. Um, oh, I'm aware. I'm sure you'll be using it. Guarnage just sounds like if Guar decided to go on tour again. Yo, I'm... I don't know if they ever stopped going. I don't follow Guar. So. I'm all for riding the world maggot, but... <laughs> Yeah, so I get to judge this one. This is going to be interesting. This is my first judge. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. We need the coin. Oh, we do need the coin. I'll grab the coin. The ceremonial two-faced coin. Steven, call heads or tails? Uh, wait, why do I call heads or tails? I, I don't know, I said time. Oh, okay. I'll call heads or tails. Heads. Heads. Steven, go ahead and go first. Okay, so... The light in your eyes just died a little bit there for a second. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to lie. I'm very much intimidated about having to argue events, uh, going up against you. I lost my first round. Still, you are you, and I am the stowaway. <laughs> <laughs> this is like on uh, Noob Island. We keep calling Mac the noob. And in both cases, you guys know more than like 90% of the population by this point. Yes, but also I have an inferiority complex. And, um <laughs> Also, I know you actually read these comics and understand them a lot more. Um, I, in my research, had multiple things recontextualized based on different uh, websites' uh, canons for people of like, 
I didn't realize how fucked up Spider Gwen's uh, story of Peter Parker actually it's is. It's sad as balls. It's sad as balls. <laughs> and the official Marvel website plays that down a lot. <laughs> oh, she he died because he became the lizard. He, and then you read it and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, he, he, was, he was trying to de-escalate the fight the whole time and died from complications of the battle? Where she beat him to death? <laughs> yeah, it's not a happy story. It's uh, She describes her entire universe once as like the sad emo album of the multiverse. It's, it's a super oh, no. big bummer. So it's, um, so yeah, it was an interesting research for this, but uh, I also feel still intimidated of like knowing you know a Let's lot about this. Captain America do- and Spider-Gwen. But Spider-Gwen, basically Spider-Man, essentially Spider-Man, mm-hmm. bitten by a radioactive spider, a second one that was originally intended, designed by Cindy Moon, um, uh, to recreate her uh, it's alternate reality stuff in Gwenpool's yes, in universe. Yes, this, in Gwenpool's universe, Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk, is kind of Madame Hydra? Like, oh. she's Nick Fury, but evil and pretty, so kind of Madame mm-hmm. Hydra. But basically, like, obsessed about how she didn't get bit by a spider. Like, someone killed it before she got bit. <laughs> and, like, her parents <laughs> saw that. this and, like, sued, I think, Oscorp or some, one of the fucking big companies. That's one, I think, pretty sure it was Oscorp in this universe. Um, uh, but sues them and, like, basically, like, someone there's like, oh, yeah, no. It would have either killed her or give her superpowers. And she's just like, would have risked it. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what oh, if? Oh, oh, fucking God, what if? I'll do everything in my power to recreate the ability to get that spider power. But the spider somehow gets fucked off and yeah. and escapes and then bites Gwenpool and she becomes Spider-Man, essentially, but Spider-Gwen. So essentially has all of the powers and strengths and abilities of Spider-Man. Different backstory, though. In a fight against Captain America, at base level, I think she would still win. In the scenario of a one-on-one warehouse fight. According to Marvel.com's statistics for them... Which I keep meaning to look up before these fights and never do. Um, they are essentially well even matched. She outranks him both in strength and speed. He only outranks her in fighting ability. Which I think is the argument that he has been fucking alive for centuries and trained in multiple different things and has to fight been fighting since World War II if we take out that... You know, now like 80 years in the ice. But like... Strength-wise, we're talking a high-level Olympic-level athlete for Cap. For Spider-Gwen slash Spider-Man, we're talking multi-tons. We're talking definitely, like, low-level superhuman strength. Well above Captain America's, like, strength ability. And I think the only reason that in canon that Spider-Man has not done as well against Captain America is that Peter idolizes the shit out of Captain America and is not going to use his full power unless he needs to. And when he does, he wins. And I think Gwen does not give a shit about Steve Rogers. <laughs> That's a fair argument there on that one. If it was uh, so her, Steve- if it was uh, Samantha Wilson, she would have had a much... Okay. A much I, more. I, who also, when she's Gwenin, has canonically beat mm-hmm. Samantha, Robert, uh, Samantha Wilson, Captain America, in her universe. I believe is also, if I'm not mistaken, is also like a super soldier. She's, if I remember right, I haven't read much of her stuff. She's basically Steve Rogers, but a black woman. Which, fuck yes, that's yeah, awesome. No, it's pretty great. I, need to, I honestly need to read more of the, the Gwenpool we'll talk after. Eunice continuity. Um, but 
Also, you keep saying Gwenpool, which is a different I character. I do. I do. I genuinely. I keep fucking that up. Uh, um, I, when I, I only say because I know there's some listener just screaming like, every no. time they hear that. Thank you for correcting me. I noticed it earlier, and then I uh, meant to uh, correct, and I have not gone back. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen slash Spider-Man is essentially the same like strength level, and I feel like Spider-Gwen, given her spider-senses and ability to detect danger will have the upper hand both on speed and strength and will be able to take him out in a one-on-one fight in a warehouse. He has the training ability to like theoretically go up, go the distance I think and like survive, but I think long term she's going to outlast him and I don't think she he's going to get the drop on her. And that's I kind of, the All right, basic cool. initial argument. Okay. So before I say it, I, I actually want to say how much I really love Spider-Gwen as a character. I think she's one of the best things Marvel has put out in the last 10 years. And I want to make sure that's very clear before I'm like, Steve Rogers would wipe the floor with her. Because I don't want to sound like that neckbeard guy. Yeah, the girl will lose. But there, there's a couple of kind of things to go with this. One... I think that you cannot underestimate how much experience is going to play a factor in this fight. Spider-Gwen has roughly the experience level of Peter Parker when he was in college. She has been Spider-Man, Spider-Woman for three years? Four years? Yeah, I'd say barely that level, because... From my, like, it's somewhere in high school, and then she's usually starting college, early college, yeah, in the like, Spider-Gwen stories. I will definitely concede that point. She is a fresh fucking Spider-Man. So, like, I think the place where Peter would have an advantage over Gwen, and I know Peter's not part of this fight, but because Peter's been around for 60 plus, 60 years, and Gwen has been around for like eight, it's hard not to use that comparison. Peter, I think part of the reason we would argue Peter would hold up better is because Peter has more experience in the fight. Cap not just has experience, he has experience and training to specifically fight villains more powerful than himself. There are issues where he judos the Hulk. Now, Hulk was smaller in those early stuff. Like, these days, Hulk is like, 10 feet tall yeah. and stuff. But in those ones, he's like... A lot more gamma radiation seven. these days. Like, <laughs> you know, still a big he's old a big boy, guy, but, but it is really funny to watch as he's just like, alley and Hulk goes flying. But So, I mean, like, he has fought... He's punched Thanos in the face and only died because Thanos had the uh, Infinity Gauntlet at the time. Like, he is so used to fighting above his weight class that, yes, Spider-Gwen is stronger than him, but... Not so much so that it's a completely overwhelming change. And I think the biggest thing is, yes, Spider-Gwen is so interesting. I would love to do, if we ever roll for it, a Spider-Gwen versus Spider-Man. That would be so fascinating. It'd be... I I have my own opinions, but again, like... Depends on when you play Spider-Man, I think. That would be the longest Mm -hmm. conversation. And for the sake of this, I'm putting Captain America... Well into his time in the Avengers, not like fresh out of the ice, not World War II Captain America. This is Cap that's been doing this for a while. Like, I'm also generally arguing Spider-Gwen that is more just Spider-Gwen, not Venom-Gwen specifically. That's also, I feel like, such a new iteration. Her Venom suit doesn't change much about her either, so I can see where you're coming from. I think it's also like, from what little, like read of it it's at during a time where she may or may not like she doesn't have her power so she takes the symbiote to get her powers back basically yes so it's 
essentially her sans powers trying to get back to that level. So I would make the argument that she's basically the same. So, you know, Cap's not going to have that intimidation factor of she's stronger than me. And the amount of combat training he has is out of this world. There is, during the Civil War, again, comics, not TV show, Peter goes up against... Or American Civil War. Or American Civil War. It's a great webcomic <laughs> I read once of someone goes to a Civil War reenactment dressed as Captain America, and he's like, oh, wrong Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, Pete goes up against Steve, and he's like, okay. And it, you're right, he is holding back a little bit because he doesn't want to hurt Captain America. But he's like, okay, I just have to, like, stop him. And Cap, he describes it as Cap doesn't, have like move after move after move after move. He just starts moving and everything he's doing is all one movement to end with a like specific goal. And even with Pete's spider sense, he manages to hit him hard enough that Peter loses use of one arm because it's just completely nerve pinched in the space of like 10 seconds because he landed like 15 hits on him. I'll go with that with my fun uh, basic fundamental of like the amount of training specifically against superhumans I think can't be understated. I think that's the strongest argument in his favor. He's beaten up Namor. I'm sorry, I said I was done. I just <laughs> You're good. <laughs> in all honesty, I I think it's a really hard decision to, between the two. I think it's a very close fight. I'm fully argue that Despite his ability and knowledge base, it comes down to a strength and agility, which I feel like is what it would come down to via Spider-Man versus Captain America. Even with their, even with his ability to know how to fight superhumans and hire pe- people much stronger than him, it's going to come down to a long-term grind, and I feel like the strength is going to give her the edge. Okay. Do you have anything? Or I don't mean to like... No, that's about all the... Okay. <laughs> about all the, uh, the thing we haven't mentioned at all is weaponry, and Cap's shield is such a part of his fighting style. I could see 100%, especially with Gwen's spider sense, and it, it, it will depend on how the spider sense is portrayed, because mm-hmm. sometimes the spider sense is incredibly specific. Yes, it's and it's full on just like I am sensing everything that could theoretically almost be danger versus gun. Well, and I was going to say, yeah, like <laughs> that bullet coming at me. It's specifically that bullet and other times it's just there is danger happening. Yeah, so it's it's wild the, the barometer for the not barometer but the, the range, range yeah. in which they use the spider sense is wildly all over the place. I will definitely admit that. But no, go ahead. Sorry. But I think on a like one to one fighting range of giving her extra sensory ability to sense what's coming is inarguably like oh it's is I mean it's any spider's greatest abilities the spider sense I'm just thinking like I could see especially if we go with one of the wider spider senses it wouldn't take much Cap throws his shield it does the ricocheting wildly across the uh, around the warehouse just setting off the like spider sense of like this shield could be coming at me from any direction so at least part of her attention is on that and then suddenly bam fist to the face counter argument uh, the shield though is spider gwen also has web shooters designed by janet van dyne god are they in that universe yeah that's wild um <laughs> and i think it's gonna be just as easy for cap to throw that shield as it is for her to spin a web and catch that shield 
I'm just I arguing think he will be able to get it back, and it'll be an easy factor. But I feel like it's not going to be a deciding factor. I'm not even arguing necessarily that she can't get it away from him. I'm saying that she can. He can use the shield as a distraction, and in the time it takes her to deal with that shield, he's on top of her. Which is a sentence I wish I had worded slightly differently. But you know, he's in there in the fight, and when it comes to, I think. She is stronger, but if he can cancel out her speed, that's the part I'm most concerned on in this fight. I think I'm good rolling it there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, have we mentioned that, like, we're recording afterwards to that? Like, do they know that that's coming at the end of the season? I don't know. That, that our extended thoughts are also out there? Yes. I don't... We haven't decided how we're going to use them yet. We are trying our best to just do this based off the arguments, and then afterwards we record a conversation where the three of us just kind of hash it out in a much more informal... Because I have extended for, thoughts, for, but based on arguments, I'm going to go with Cap. But I have... I cannot wait to hear the extended thoughts. I have thoughts. extended thoughts on this one. <laughs> okay. I, as I said, I think Cap, I think I found this fight more one-sided. I said more one-sided, not totally one-sided, than I found the other fights, but that doesn't mean that Gwen, I think Gwen and I even get an upper hand in some of the early fight, and then Cap goes, oh god, I've got to take this much more seriously, like, she's real good. We'll get to it. Right, sorry, we have another part of this podcast still. That's right, because in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of Marvel villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on? All right, this one's actually going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Oh. Stresses me out when he says things like yeah. that. <laughs> there, are, there are multiple characters that have used this title. Most of their, like, info is extremely short. So I'm going to give out the character mantle title, however you want it. It's going to be Zodiac, isn't it? No. Oh, thank God. And I'm going to kind of just look for an overall 50%, whether it means you know two of the people, sure. whether it means you know all of them but only a little bit. If I know anything about the mantle, yeah, I get you. The Minotaur. The only thing I really know about the Minotaur, and I, I'm going to have to do at least a half redemption, is the most recent one, who's named what? Dario Agar? Yes. Who is the CEO of Roxxon, and would have been created by Jason Aaron. I don't know what artist. I think Assad Rebic was off the book by that point. No, it's Oh, it, it was Assad. Assad. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, that's from the Jason Aaron Thor run, which you and I have talked up many times, because it's one of the two best Thor runs ever created. It's, um, it's probably in my top five comics. It's so fucking good. It's so good. Uh, Especially once you get to the end of it and he starts tying all those ends together that mm -hmm. he's been setting up the entire time. Just... Um, so Dario Agar, which is a fucking terrible name, Jason, um, is the CEO of Roxxon. Roxxon is the totally not Exxon oil evil corporation. They are a mega corporation in Marvel that just kind of has their hand in all things evil. Mm -hmm. And he is specifically, I don't remember if he's trying to find ways to buy up Asgard or if he's just destroying Broxton, Oklahoma, because he's a dick. But he ends up... I think a little bit of all. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I always for fucking get that... 
Asgard landed in Broxton, Oklahoma for a couple of years there. Yes, it's so fucking wild that that was a choice they made. Written by the creator of Babylon 5. Because James Straczynski was writing oh, during that's that time. Right. Weird, but okay. He also wrote that Spider-Man Captain America fight I was talking mm-hmm. about. Um, Guy does baller shit, I guess. He's a very strange man. Um... I want to say he has himself genetically modified to have superpowers to turn himself into a man bull, basically. Because he just thinks he's better than everyone? No. No? Okay. I've not read a bunch of Dario Agar. I've never finished that run that I'm calling so fucking good. It just already was. I'll go a half redemption, because mostly I know the current one is CEO of Roxxon, and the other one was, I want to say, a relatively name like. Nameless, I am strongman that we put on the masters of evil when Thor needs to get punched. I'll save it for the redemption for the most part, but I'll I'll give the basics. There have been four Minotaurs. Jesus Christ. Wow. The first one being the Minotaur. Fair. Of of legend. Well, when you're going to have Hercules as a member of the Avengers, other shit comes up. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Minotaurs are used as a species, but they don't appear often. Um, and usually none of those have ever been just been like, well, that Minotaur is the, the Minotaur. Minotaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also <laughs> been Miklos Vriolak. Well, it's very appropriate to be that Greek with... Uh... Um, who was used in Iron Man back in the 70s. Uh, Decimus Furious. <laughs> who, who was, uh... I'm sorry, that name's just really dumb. <laughs> Who I believe was an X Force villain f- from Rick Remender. Oh God, that makes him like one of the fucking um, Horsemen of Apocalypse or something like that. And then it goes to Dario. <sighs> that I didn't realize he was an Iron Man villain originally. I always assumed he was like Thor, Hark, something along those lines. Well, originally was the yeah, the but there's always also the question yeah. of which one appeared first, or if they went well. Technically, that guy would have been first chronologically. I feel like um, one of them shows up in a Squirrel Girl. Role. Probably. That's probably Dario Agar, because it would have been the right timeline. I believe the first, um, even though, like, obviously ties to Hercules, the first instance of the mythological Minotaur appearing was actually as an Eternals villain. Also tracks, which originally Mm -hmm. was not supposed to be part of the Marvel Universe. It ends completely unconnected. It's only when Roy Thomas wanted to use the Eternals later on Mm -hmm. that he brought them in but i mean it kind of the with the one that we're talking or one of them being an iron man villain it kind of tracks iron man villains who aren't like the mandarin actually pretty much just the mandarin tend to be (laughs) pretty forgettable people so there have been like oh there have been two or three icicles there have been a couple the unicorn who's just a dude with a laser that comes out of his head masquerade's the only one i ever know you mean ghosts Oh, Madame Mask. Madame Mask is okay. I, you know. You're right. Madame Mask has personality, but like that, I mean, that's kind of. But also, it. I literally couldn't remember her name, so <laughs> she just got the whole mask. Yeah, six uh, one half dozen. So it it doesn't surprise me that they're like, yep, an Iron Man villain. There have been four of them. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> I do know Dario Agar was mostly created so one Thor would have someone to fight, but then two, someone that Thor couldn't just punch his way out of his problems. Thor has to go up against a CEO of a modern corporation and just gets really angry because his answer can't be Hammer. Yeah, it right. can. I mean, it can be in the immediate moment, but like... Yeah, the it can. Fall- <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Fair enough. What I'm saying is, hammer. Kill the billionaires. <laughs> if you're a CEO and you make that much money, a hammer should be able to kill you. Okay, but then Minotaur. But that's the only problem. That's what we're getting at. Okay, so that's an issue. That's definitely got to do a redemption. On Most this one. billionaires, like, wanna... you don't have to deal with that. This actually works because I've been meaning to like look up who the fuck the actual original Minotaur was. Pretty much since Dario first appeared in <laughs> Thor, and that was like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Do well, you that mean, like the the mythological one. No, not oh. that one. That one is the that's Prince of or the bastard son of um. Was that Theseus? King Minos. My, Minos, thank you. Because Minotaur, fucking, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm in bed. No, you're not. We're gonna hash out that fight a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Uh, well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit, su- hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. And before we go, Zach, what is our next matchup? Uh, it'll be you and me. You will be arguing for Penn Riley, the Scarlet Spider. We didn't actually say which Scarlet, but I assume when we wrote Scarlet, we meant Ben. Uh, versus me with Iron Man, Tony Stark. It's obviously Tony. Not Pepper Potts? That'd be rescue. I guess you could argue for James Rhodes, but if I was going to argue for James Rhodes, I'd just say fucking War Machine. He's so much cooler. Yeah. Kane Parker versus... Kane Parker versus Rhodey Rhodes. Um, Man, I we should just do a full season of Versus where it's just fucking... Spider the, people? Uh, well, the versions versus their versions. Spinoffs. Spinoffs. Um, fucking War Machine versus Iron Man. Fucking Rory uh, Williams. Word uh, balloons. Iron the Heart. Clone Saga. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you Iron try Man. to make me argue for U.S. agents, I will throw that fight. I'll be like, yep, he got punched in the face a lot and then died. That sounds fun to <laughs> w- uh, listen to me. Let's do this. <laughs> well, if you want that to happen, other ways to get in touch with and follow <laughs> us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor Stephen Gady and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.